Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Here's check. Here's check. What an improvement over Steely Dan. <laughs> Golly, I have to say, that was like, that made you feel like moving, didn't it? Like moving. Oh, I aced things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you aced it. <laughs> From our uh, music extraordinaire. We actually, composer. Na- nationwide, we got rid of Steely Dan. We've erased <laughs> Thank <laughs> God. Orwellian thing. We erased <laughs> the existence. 30 years too late. <laughs> I think I heard Charlie White playing in there somewhere. Hey, there we go. Uh, this I is dominant. The trombone was dominant. Well, let me do my spiel here. Would you? All right, I will. Is that this Yiddish is, spiel? Spiel. It has its roots in Yiddish. <laughs> it's the Jack. Oh, good. Hanke- oh, goodish. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Jack Henke Show live from live. We are live again. Last week we weren't on because we were selling books in this room. Yeah, where'd you go on your vacation? I went to the front desk and checked out yeah. books. Wow. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> like a good librarian. <laughs> I actually lost color as opposed to getting a tan. It was really wonderful. So anyway, we're in the community room at the Cedarburg Public Library. We broadcast just about every Friday at noon. And uh, today we have some a fantastic roster of guests, kind of the education uh, you know, 
edition of the Jack Henke Show, which is funny because, you know, saying the words Jack Henke and education. I know. Different. Just on the mean streets of Cedarburg. It's just problematic. Anyway, we have uh, Kristen Mickey will be on. She's probably on her way right now, but she's busy attending to a gigantic Maybe boat. Maybe somebody gave her one. Well, she, there's I a... Slipped her a Mickey. <laughs> I'm glad you used that joke now as opposed to when she's here. So well, she's listening, I'm sure, like everyone else likely, in the country. I would hope so. Uh, she is the uh, theater director for the big musical... Anything goes. Thank you, Scott. That was awesome. <laughs> she has a few things on her plate this weekend. Yeah, this, I can't imagine what that's like this weekend for her. I mean, you're just a constant like white knuckle from like Thursday to Sunday, I'm assuming. So, and um, you even have one of the Messerman mob is in there. My daughter, Jane. Uh, yes, uh, Jane covered the entire stage in paint. <laughs> That's and herself. She did, and herself. <laughs> so I don't recognize her anymore, it, actually. It's, a, it's amazing how much work goes in those stage the stage crew puts in on each one of those productions. Oh, it's it was, fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. It was nice seeing her at midnight with uh, one crossed eye <laughs> the last two weeks. So yeah, it was real good. Uh, but uh, and then we have the the superintendent of schools, Super Todd. Yep, that's Todd what we call him. Todd <laughs> so, Good afternoon. Uh, welcome, welcome to uh, to the dais, as we say. Uh, so, what dais is it? It's, it's a, a dais for radio shows, Jack. That's, I think that's Latin. Ask Alan. From, from Yiddish to Latin, it's like zero to sixty. Right and, up there with cur- curriculumus. <laughs> I'm so glad you studied, Jack. Uh, musical guest today, Charlie White, which is a cool name for a musician already. It's just like that it's just a cool screams. Name, like, I can see it on, on an album, but of course they really don't make like 33 and a third vinyl anymore. But what? If, yeah, they do. Well, they yeah, do, they, but yes, it's coming do. back. Yeah. You know, depends which day the winds are blowing. Nathaniel Ridley you know? just put one out. Yes, he did. He's very good. Absolutely. So, Charlie uh, has made uh, the trombone his weapon of choice. So, um, fire away at twelve forty-five, my friend. Yes. yes. <laughs> so, really looking forward to that. That's gonna be great. Yeah, it's our first our first brass instrument besides the host. Uh, <laughs> well, that's brass instrument. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, hey. Oh boy, <laughs> what dais is it? <laughs> Bad joke, dais. Two thirds of them. God. <laughs> Two-thirds Where of is pun. Kristen Mickey? Please speed up. <laughs> Two-thirds of Can she pun. get a police escort? Oh, my goodness. Anyway. So, too much freedom. So, Jack, what, were we, what, are you, what have you been up to for two weeks? We had two weeks uh, that uh, you didn't have a chance to give us a glimpse into your life. <laughs> so Thankfully. You sound so thankful. Um, well, I've been here checking out books. <laughs> this is the first time seeing of you actually in two weeks. So. No, no, it's it, it's been a good two weeks. Uh, I really missed it last week. I'm sure you know with all the emails and letters that we got flooded with saying, "Where are you? How did the book sale go?" By the way, we sold a lot. Okay. <laughs> wow, that's very that's really up to date. Thank you for that. Well, maybe a bunch. Okay. Oh, boy, oh boy, the synonyms are flying. You're really just showing off in front of Alan. For we, God's sakes. we charged by the word, actually, so it worked out really well. They tried to push a lot of Charles Dickens uh, uh, out the door. Oh God, another Charles. That's we, right. We had Charles is our wild today. Um, yeah, it was the beautiful frigid weather in Cedarburg. Yeah, and surrounding. Everywhere around here, I killed uh, my family. Killed two cars this week. <laughs> we have two. Was vehicles. anyone hurt? No, anyone? no, no. They just both had a complete meltdown. Oh, and the drivers uh, of the cars. It was nice, but well. <laughs> 
<laughs> one begets the other, yeah, my friend. Right in this <laughs> weather, especially. <laughs> so, yeah, it was nice. Uh, we um, yeah, one car died on a died on a Monday, the other died on a Wednesday. So um, wow, yeah, it was fun. It was really exciting. We we had this extra nest egg I actually mean, laying around, and we we had nothing to spend <laughs> it on. So it was funny really, how that happens. It out so no, yeah. How uh, are the cars? Is there any life expectancy back for them? Uh, both have returned from the operating t- operating table. Excellent. Good. And actually, as of this afternoon, uh, number two, I think uh, they're still doing a little uh, little rehab there, <laughs> walking it around the dealership, you know, <laughs> telling it to close up the back of its, uh, you know, <laughs> hospital of- gown. <laughs> <laughs> Your taillights are showing. Oh, God. <laughs> Kristen Mickey. Um, speaking of cars, though, I was a little curious this week because I thought we might have an incident. Um, the primary election for the town of Cedarburg, wards five through eight, they used to be held at the fire station. It's been moved to Circle B. <laughs> and I thought, my God, if there's a snowstorm. I voted, and, a, <laughs> I voted a spare, actually, which is nice. <laughs> and, and Split. The pl- if any of the voters that didn't vote the right way, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, would get plowed in <laughs> like, the, like the person did a couple weeks ago. At, you know, at you got to be very careful uh, at uh, Circle B. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, there's a lot of careful people there. Yes. Um, yes. Caution is king at Circle That's, that's absolutely true. <laughs> that, that, and I, I noticed on some of the... Facebook pages about Cedarburg that there's really an outrage about people parking. And Cedarburg outrage is so charming. It really, we just, everything about us is charming as well as our outrage. But I can't give it more people are worked up about parking not within the lines. I mean, if I see it, I go, uh, eh, yeah. klutz, yeah. but, um, or inconsiderate. They're taking people to task. Oh, but I still feel, <laughs> I think we should put out a poll. I think yeah. the no blinkers is worse than parking between the lines. What do you think, Super Excuse me, I have to go move my car. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you use your blinker when you do, for God's sakes. Yeah, if, what oh. do you think, Todd? What what offends thee more? See, I'm uh, using these. The blinker. Yes. 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 The blinker. Yes. Uh, our first poll is in. Yeah. <laughs> our, first, our first entry is in. Whatever Todd says goes. Absolutely. Maybe we'll get a referendum on it. Oh, 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 yeah, for sure. <laughs> the R word. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, on the uh, Cedarburg Uncensored page especially, they are... um, Uncensored. They are uncensored. They're off the chain. And they are uh, taking photographs of people who are parking using two spaces. Uh, Mostly at the Pig and I noticed at City Hall, which I thought was really funny. (laughs) Was Um, it at City Hall? There's at least two from City Hall. (laughs) And a crosswalk. I saw one on a crosswalk. A little crosswalk actually, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean... At least a, a parked car is stationary. It's only going to do so much damage and aggravate you. And if your uh, special needs, it can be extra work. But, yeah. I mean, sure. if you don't use your yeah. blinker, you can be causing a lot of yeah. handicap. Oh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, all right. I've said my piece. I've had at least two parked fender benders myself. It's just it's amazing how that worked out. What? No, I was, I'm kidding. <laughs> on a lighter note, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> on a lighter note, yes. Cedarburg was number two yes. in the uh, best place to raise a family in Wisconsin. That's true. Right behind Mequon in the news graphic. We have to get those people. What is going on in Mequon that we're not doing better? Nothing. <laughs> I mean, they just got more money. Uh, oh well, go, you're going there, are you? <laughs> right. <Okay. laughs> yeah. I didn't want to go there right away, Jack. Well, I'm, okay. I, I, Super Todd slipped me a note, and I knew what to do. <laughs> <laughs> like All right, on the griddle right away. What's with number two? What's up yeah, with that? I don't, know. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Number one schools. That's right. Uh oh. I think there's other factors that are used yeah. in determining that ranking. Yeah. Wow. Well. Yeah. Yeah. But at least they got something right. Grafton was well behind. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> at, at four. <laughs> four. <laughs> and between them was some place I had not heard of. What? I don't know. Uh, did you get the notes there, uh, Scott? I can't remember what number three was, but it was just like... Uh, Newburgh? It was not Newburgh. It was absolutely not Newburgh. <laughs> Who? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, Sockdonia? Uh, yeah, they're no. doing okay. They're fine. Freeburg. <laughs> if, I leave, if, I, if I leave here tomorrow. <laughs> How about right now? Should we go to our first break there, Sonny? Good time and to then, go for a break. And, and then uh, we'll come back. If Kristen's not here, she's going to get skipped. Uh, I've, got, I've got like a stack of questions for these two guys. All right. All right. It. Well, we'll see how it goes. All right. We're going to cut to a uh, commercial, national commercials, probably for Home Depot or somewhere else where you can uh, tear your kitchen. Not as good as buyers. Not nearly. And, but And also, I think you get some hardware at, at the Pig. Oh, sure. They are our official liquor store. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard tell that they sell groceries as well. I know where I'm going after the show. Anyway, we'll be back, everybody. School supplies as well. (laughs) Thank you, Todd. Todd's here to bail us out today. I love that. All right. We'll be back just after this. Thanks, everybody. Back on the Jack Henke Show. And um, as as our title song says, here's Jack. Wow. And as it should be, anything goes. Because Kristen Mickey, did I say that right? It's not McKee? You did. All right. The head drama guru yeah, well, of, well, of, I'll the, take that, but, uh, of the um, central <laughs> region of the United States. <laughs> Don't I wish. No. Lead director. Lead director. There you go. And this is really a downtime for you, right? I mean, there's nothing going on in your world. There's yeah, no, no, it's very quiet. <laughs> excellent. <Yeah>. Excellent. <laughs> Anything Goes started last night, correct? It did. It did. Yeah. And how did it go? It went really, really well, actually. Very well. Good crowd opening night? Good crowd opening night. Um, and it went off without a hitch. Wow. Yeah. That's excellent. Yeah. And we actually have one of the member of the Messerman mob is in your crew. That is true. A member of the Messerman mob <laughs> is in our crew. Um, she's doing some really great uh, artwork for for us. Um, in addition to what she does on the crew, she's doing some special things that we hope to um, showcase Excellent. in the near future. I yes. was trying to figure out why she's colored purple now. She has this kind of That's a different streak show. across her. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, right. What's going on over there? <laughs> so, yeah. Well, Kristen, um, how can you t- take us through how, when does preparation start for the show and, and take us through some of the steps for it, please? For some people that don't know, they don't realize the amount of work and passion that's poured into production. Yeah, yeah. So um, for this show, we actually taught the majority of students to tap dance. It's a tap show, and um, almost none of them knew how to tap dance. So we actually started last summer with a tap dance workshop that Fab had um, paid for with one of their grants. And we had about 30, 35 kids, um, and the majority of them actually ended up auditioning for the musical and getting cast. So that was like really, really awesome. Um, But we actually start production in um, the, for the acting and singing and dancing sort of stuff, we start in December. Um, and we usually go into vocals first, then dancing, and then a- acting is sort of the last layer of that. Mm-hmm. Crew starts much sooner. Um, Chris Bears, who's our technical director, was working with crew um, in September, already wow. starting to plan things out in um, his technical theater design class. So it starts, we kind of hit the ground. That's amazing. Running. Starts in yeah. September. Wow. Yeah. A lot of dedication. 
Absolutely, yeah. And a lot of those kids aren't up on stage until they get called out at the end, but it's just great that they bring different kinds of talents and passions to the production. Absolutely, yeah. Very cool. Now, anything goes, how did you, do you choose that, the the musical that's going to be on, or how does that work? We actually... Todd is the superintendent is with a microphone and he's quiet for once. He he figured his ten his ten seconds are over. Um, it go it goes through a couple different channels. Like myself and um Victoria Benson, the vocal music director. Mm -hmm. Um, Chris Bears, the technical director. Um, Paul Thur. We all sit down and have kind of like a pre production meeting. We look at um what our capabilities are, both in um like what our what our set making capabilities are and what our current level of talent is um, because we always want to make everybody look great mm-hmm. you know like right. we don't want to do something that is um, out of our reach so to speak mm-hmm. um, so we we look at various various different things um, and then we choose and we run it past Mr. Kurth and so far so good Mr. Kurth is Mr. Kurt, the president, or president, the principal. Sorry, I'm working on very little sleep, actually, this week. All right, well, we'll keep the questions a little slower, so don't don't worry about it. I understand. Apologies. No, 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 that's great. So my son was uh, in Anything Goes when he was a freshman back in 2007, and that's the first time I had never seen the movie or anything like that. I didn't know, you know, that Cole Porter was involved in, in it so well, and he learned how to tap dance for it, so that was the first time. But um, it was a great... Um, it was an eye-opening experience for a parent to go through that, to see how much, you know, when I, I wasn't involved in theater things when I was in school. I was in other activities, but mm-hmm. had no idea of the level of, I mean, I went to pick him up. I said, oh, practice is going to be an hour, and I was in my car freezing for a couple hours, and I thought, <laughs> what is going on in there? Yeah, yeah. Um, our we We typically have two-and-a-half-hour rehearsals after school, and then on Sundays we have... Um, like three to four hour large group rehearsals. So it, it is definitely a huge undertaking and a, and a big um, commitment. Like if, if students are going to participate, like they're, they're there for the long haul. Right. Yeah. And the show itself is, is funny and there's, it's very entertaining. It was great to see it's not all, you know, there are different levels of drama. There's serious and then there's fun. And this one was a very fun show. Yeah, and, and that's something that actually goes into our so show selection process as well. Um, we try to do um, a well-rounded season, so we try to have a drama, we try to have um, a comedy, and then we try to pick different genres within those things. So last year when we did Little Shop, it was a black comedy, and then the year before it was a contemporary comedy, so now we kind of did a throwback mm-hmm. to like the classic American theater comedy. Very cool, and it has as part of the classic is there's a love triangle in in the story. There is, yes, and that always adds a little drama, and in this case, humor as well yes. as you go through. Yes, and as we have like a Mr. Curriculum here, um, if there was it wasn't a love triangle, if it was a love trapezoid or something, I wonder or a rhomboid, <laughs> what that what that would be. Maybe Alan can help us with that when he comes up here. Let's stay away from human growth and development. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep that off the table. <laughs> Love parallelogram in college. It was ugly. <laughs> Anything goes, right? <laughs> That's right. Excellent. Boom, boom. You're awesome. So, um, did you? Were you always involved in drama yourself, personally? And how did how did you choose this career path? Yeah, I um, I actually was a drama kid in high school. 
And um, so your my, parents were freezing in the car. My yeah. parents Good. were uh, actually no. My my parents were like, get a ride home. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's where my parents were. Um, but but yeah, I was I was a drama kid in um, high school. I went to college and studied. English and theater in college, and I actually um, worked for the Goodman Theater right out of college in Chicago, and um, just through a different series of circumstances with with my family, I ended up kind of falling into teaching and went back to Concordia for my my post-bac degree and and ended up teaching theater in in English. I love it. Oh, excellent. So are you from Illinois then? I am from Illinois. Oh, oh, man. I don't know if that's a good thing uh, to a, say or a not. A flatlander. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we tolerate it somewhat. <laughs> but I am a Packer fan, so. Excellent. Well, you're redeemable. Redeemable. Yes, there you yes. go. Bonus. <laughs> <laughs> the doc called it. Yeah, excellent. Um, so you're an English teacher as well? I am, yeah. Oh, man. Well, good thing we ever know we all have to talk gooder today so that there ain't, ain't, no, ain't no problems with you. <laughs> Your pronunciation of Illinois was right on there, yeah, Jack. Yeah. Okay. I, I saw a T-shirt the other day that said, I'm silently correcting your grammar. I do do that. That's true. It's a, it's a uh, what do they say, a job place hazard, a work hazard, yeah. something like that. Right. What, what else about the show would you like to tell people to say, get off your frozen rear and get down here and, and enjoy it? You know, it's, it's just a really fun show to watch um i i've been getting a lot of compliments on on just like how how energetic it is how fun it is when you're kind of in the middle of the the winter doldrums you know having a show that is like that that's bright that's energetic um and just and just funny it's been really fun to talk to the kids because the show is originally you know 1930s 40s origins so some of the jokes that are in it, we've actually had to like explain why they're funny, um, <laughs> which has been, which has been, uh, you know, actually really fun to do yeah. f- with with our students. Um, and it's it, it's engages all audiences. Um, it's just it's just been a really good experience, I think, for everybody involved. I find I find the jokes you have to explain are like gifts that keep on giving. You know, they're just because yeah. it's a funny to explain a joke. You know, so as you fumble and stammer and say, "No, this is funny because dot dot dot." You you have a lot of familiarity with that, Jack. <laughs> yes, yes, I have to explain you all the there time. There we go. Right. My God, God, golly! And um, one one other plug: I'm on the CPAC board, so I I realize what a great facility it is to see a show. It's an amazing facility, and actually, our um, our set is ginormous. I mean, it's it's huge. And one of the things that um, we toyed with this year and actually made to fruition was a turntable within the set. We saw um, we went to we took the kids to theater fest um, at UWM in the fall, and there was a turntable stage there, and the kids all like looked at each other, and they were like can we do that? And we're like, you could do anything you want to do. Hmm. So like, we really encourage them to really reach for the unreachable and they, they did it. I mean, wow. the set's incredible. Wow. Do they actually know what an original turntable was uh, with records? Um, <laughs> some of them do. Records are actually making, or albums are making a, a comeback. Yeah. yeah. 
Also, we can tell your, your English background. You said fruition in that sentence. That was pretty impressive. <laughs> if I use that word, you yell at me. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff has, a, a among his many talents, are pulling out words from that. That's one of his words, hearken from... Days, days gone by. And I'm old, fond of Harkin. Old, stale words. <laughs> I hearken back to Harkin quite a bit. <laughs> so, yes. uh, when Jane told me that you were doing a turntable, I, and I said, is this going to be motorized or manual? And she said, I don't know. This was originally. So I thought, a motorized turntable, just think what could go. <laughs> yeah, right. so, but it is manual. It, so. is, it is manual. It is manual. Right, yes. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> Baby steps. Baby steps. Well, I, I, you should know that um, Jane... Jane's boss and my boss went to see it last night. And um, your wife? <laughs> Other boss. <laughs> I'm a man of many bosses, Jane. <laughs> I answer to many. And, um, and when she told me she was going, I said, well, have fun. And, but I was a little worried because she has expressed many times in the past, I hate musicals. I thought, oh boy, here we go. So she went to opening night. She went, well, she went last night, so that would be opening yeah. night, yes. Um, she came back this morning and was raving. So it was the most incredible thing. She loved it so much. I think you may have actually even turned her into a musical fan, which is not a oh. small feat. Wow. So you yeah. definitely are doing something very magical yeah. over there. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's, magical uh, big time. Absolutely. So. I do have one more question for you. Earlier on, you mentioned Fab. Could you just explain what that group is and what they do? Yeah, absolutely. Fab is our fine arts boosters group. It's a parent group um, who kind of has their hands in all of the fine arts at Cedarburg, um, and they uh, offer opportunities for grants and for volunteering with um, all of the fine arts that uh, Cedarburg has to offer, which is actually a lot. It's it's really impressive. I've worked in other districts, and um, that's that's something that's really incredible about Cedarburg is the support of the fine arts, and and I'm really proud to be to be a part of that. So fantastic, and you're making magic happen. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. <laughs> Succeeding. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. And, and you have uh, one more show. Uh, this don't you do a uh, one act before the year's out? Is that uh, we something do? That we sure do. We... Three years ago, we started doing a um a what we called a resource show mm-hmm. to start. So we started in um April because there was there was lots of like show whole sadness after finishing <laughs> you know the, the musical they were like well, what do we do now it's yeah. february there's lots of school left you know um and so i said well why don't we just start doing a resource show so the premise of the resource show is that it starts in like late march so they get a little bit of a break like just just enough of a break um and then we start um, anybody, any student can be part of the resource show. We don't really have auditions. Like, if you want to do it, you come to resource and you commit to doing it. Um, and then we read a bunch of different plays. Sometimes students will write the production. Um, the first year we did it, we did it around the theme of origins. So they took a bunch of origin stories and wrote a show around it, like a one-act show. Um, and so then we rehearse in the resource period until May. So all of the rehearsals take place in that resource period of like 40 minutes or 35 minutes, whatever it ends up being, probably less than that once they finally get settled and, and moving on <laughs> yep. and, and doing things. Um, and they stage it, they direct it. I'm, I'm just kind of a warm body that watches, which is very difficult because, <laughs> <laughs> because I watch it and I'm like, no, no. So I often will like make, like give inquiry or, or ask questions. I'm like, have you thought about doing this? You're, you're kind, of the, you're kind of the kind of Vulcan. Massage it a 
little bit, yeah. The Mr. Spock on the bridge. A little bit. I have no opinions, That's no right. emotions. <laughs> That's right. But they always, I'm always amazed at like, it all comes together. You know, it it, it all just happens magically, actually, yeah. oftentimes. Mm-hmm. Last year's was wild. I mean, <clears throat> screamingly funny. We That was a blast. <laughs> that was amazing. You had just, that worked to perfection. That was a Monty Python. I was borderline Monty Python. It was. Uh, it was, it was a farce. Yeah, for sure. Wonderful. Yeah. Good yeah. stuff. Fantastic. I can't let you leave without putting a plug in for Kathleen Coster and Paul Thur. I know you mentioned him, too. They are amazing to work with. Yes. Yeah, we definitely could not do what we do as well as we do it without Paul and Kathleen, for for sure, for sure. Yeah, Paul's like a magician. Yeah, they call the, the kids call him the tech god. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow, yeah. Yes, it's high praise. It's high praise. <laughs> you get him a uh, name tag with that on, you know, and that <laughs> works out well. So anything goes. It's uh, tonight at uh, 7 p.m. and then Saturday at 7 and Sunday at 2 o'clock matinee. You got it. That is uh, get out there, Cedarburg, and support this show. Um, I've heard wonderful things and I'm going Saturday night with my wife. A date night. We might actually dinner and a show. Might do dinner and a show. That'd be wonderful. Nice. That's fantastic. I'm, nice. I'm going to get dinner Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> Got to earn it, Sonny. Absolutely. All right. Thank you, Kristen. Thanks thank for coming on. I mean, know it's I know it it's a uh, wild time for you. So yes. thank you for thanks for uh, sprinting in. Absolutely. Now you can sprint out and do whatever you had to do. That's great. <laughs> right. Thank you very much. All right. Thank thanks. you, guys. We are going to go to a break. When we come back. Uh, we got some power hitters from the school system. I'm scared. I am too. We'll be back. <laughs> Hashtag we are CSD, Jack. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. There's more. <laughs> it's swag day on the Jack Hankey show. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Wait, wait. I got, oh, oh, sure. Thanks a lot. All right. Jack, we have uh, pens. We've got squishy Lego blocks. Of course, now to make anything, I need 900 more of these. But that's okay. You know what's great about these? If you step on them on the way to the bathroom at yeah. uh, 2 in the morning, it don't hurt. Stress blocks. <laughs> Stress don't. blocks. Now you start talking like that. Yeah, Kristen's, the English gone. Them. Kristen's gone. Al- Alan is still here. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> C minus for Joe. <laughs> Go ahead. It don't, it don't hurt. It don't hurt. <laughs> right. Well, we are joined today. We're very happy about this. We've been trying to corner Todd for a long time. He's avoided us for as long as he could. <laughs> yep. But now that the referendum's over, he thought it'd be safe to come back out of hiding and yeah. join us. Yeah. Thank and, you. Uh, it, that was an arduous journey for it you. It was quite the journey. But yeah. you did a hell of a job. Oh, heck of a job. And uh, we're very proud of you. And joining Thank you is Alan Growth and... Todd, would you like yep. to introduce Alan? Absolutely. Alan is the director of curriculum instruction for the Cedarburg School District. So he's all things teaching and learning. And I thought they uh, do that in schools. Yeah, I know, right? They do. Yep. 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 bread and butter, I hear. It is. It's the heart of what we do. It's the heart of what we do. And uh, I thought it'd be nice to have Alan come along and talk a little bit about how we build kids. And these blocks that I handed out, yes. these Nerf blocks, yep, hashtag we are CSD. Um, it's, it's just a good reminder that although we're in the midst of a building project, we, we build kids is what we do. So we don't build buildings, we build kids, and a lot of that happens in Allen's department. So I thought he'd come along and talk a little bit about what we're doing in that area. Nice try to get the spotlight off yourself. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but, right, uh, how do you like that? I was, trying, I was handing the block off. Allen will get his. Yeah, but yeah. but uh, a couple of things, Todd. Um, sure. The building project you mentioned, yeah. what, 
where are we? What what's the status? And I know you put out it's great. You put out a yeah. newsletter every Friday with a but yep. for the people who don't read it or aren't aware of it, please share with where we are. Absolutely. Uh, so if you are interested in receiving uh, a digital version of that um, uh, update every Friday, you can contact the school district and we can add you to the email list. And uh, we are on schedule and on budget. What? I know. Yep, you guys aren't supposed to do that. I know. Yeah. <laughs> what's the matter kinda, with you? I know. Schools do those kind of things. On schedule. We're on a bell schedule and we're sticking to it. You'd, you'd never uh, make it in Chicago. No. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, so we're excited that um, uh, we are on schedule and on budget and um, our elementary schools will be done in as will the middle school in the fall. So wow. September, um, when we come back to school, those um, four spaces will be done and uh, first phase of the high school will be done and the second phase will be done in the fall of uh, 21 when we come back to school. So everything's moving along nicely. Weather's been very cooperative as well. Yes, yeah. great winter yeah. for it. Yeah. So speaking of which, my I ran into my first crush was my second grade teacher. Oh. And, and uh, she had the nerve to not wait for me to, and she went and got married to some oh, guy who was oh, a nice she, guy oh, too. Yeah, it turns yeah, out, yeah, so yeah. This, this is like salt this and creepy, salt, yeah. salt in the wounds. <laughs> Age didn't but, have anything. But, but um, she asked me to ask you um, when the projects are done. Will you be having uh, open houses for the public to come and take a look? Yeah, that's a great question. We're right in the midst of that conversation right now, and our w- one thought is that we would actually open up all of our spaces on Saturday, a Saturday from like ten to two. And we would have uh, a community ribbon cutting ceremony in each of those spaces. And then parents and community members can make their way through any of our buildings. So we're thinking of something along those lines. And more information will be out probably in the next, uh, in the next month. And we also may have a, a, a ribbon cutting ceremony just for our students and, and our staff as well at the beginning of the school year. Nice. Yeah. Yep. It's, a, it's a community project. We absolutely want to open it up and, and uh, have everybody enjoy the spaces and see the spaces. 10 to 2, you should be doing it from like 6 a.m. to... 6.45 on a Saturday morning. Sure, we can. You really want to see it? So, Come on down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bring a flashlight. <laughs> yeah, we can arrange some. Yeah, yeah, we can have it open. Yeah, 24 hours, anytime. Yeah. Now, um, one of the things that we've talked about throughout the, the course of the referendum is, is enrollment. And mm-hmm. what what are the, what's going on with trends? Has anything changed from when you were planning this to where we are now? Yeah, so our our enrollment continues to uh, tick upwards, and so we are um, growing as a school system, which is wonderful to say because many school districts have flatlined or declining enrollment. So at the beginning of the year, we were up about 25 resident students, and uh, as of January, we were up another 15. So for the school year, um, we're up about 40 resident students, and that's a huge number when you think about public education. You know, that's basically two classes at an elementary level, just 20 in each. So um, we are seeing that uptick, and that was uh, really what was uh, part of the driver behind this entire project. Let's, right. Let's 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 look at our capacity and what kind of capacity do we have, and let's accommodate for future capacity, and that's what we're doing. So our enrollment's heading in the right direction, which is wonderful. And it's not just the school district. You know, they're not just coming here for the school district. They're coming here for wonderful community. They're coming here to be a part of the radio show and you listen bet. to the radio yeah. show. You know, it's coming here because they want it, to. There's a lot of factors that drive uh, resident enrollment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, one of the other factors you mentioned was uh, what, what other things students look for, and it's career pathway opportunities. Those are expanding as well. Yes, yes, they are. So um, we had the director of, of the play here just uh, on a bit ago, and um, she was talking about the set designs and uh, where those have been built were actually in the hallways at, at uh, the high school. So on a weekend leading up to the production, you could be in the hallway stepping over sets. The kids are painting them in the, and building mm-hmm. them in the hallways. And mm-hmm. part of our uh, building project was to create a, a tech theater space. 
And so when our um, space is open in the fall, the tech department is going to actually have a space where they can build these sets, and we're going to we're going to offer a course a course in uh, tech theater design, which is wow. wonderful. So um, we are thinking about all those different pathways mm -hmm. and making certain that kids, if they're curious, they have an opportunity to kind of explore that curiosity, and um, that is uh, what Alan is is really about in the, in the department and school system, making certain that kids understand and can discover their passion and they can pursue and uh, explore their curiosity and, and provide those pathways. Because when they do graduate from the system, we want to make certain they have a good sense of where they want to go in, in life. I, I don't want to hear that my child went on to four years of college and came back and just said, you know what, I'm interested in something else, and they didn't have enough of an opportunity to explore in high school. We want to provide them those opportunities to explore. If you're aware of any radio nerds, you know where to send them, please. We do, uh, yeah. In <laughs> dire need of uh, yeah, you're still squad. You, <laughs> you know, you, you if you remember in the fall, you came in and uh, uh, opened with uh, our entire uh, staff. And they stayed? And they stayed, <laughs> and there's still conversation going on I bet. how to integrate. <laughs> it's positive conversation. It's all good. My agent sells <laughs> me. <Yeah. laughs> I wish I could sell you. <laughs> there are no takers. Um, another reason for the the build-outs is safety and security you mentioned and and uh, i'll never forget reading one letter to the editor saying why do they need all these luxuries yeah. thing and it's not a question of luxury it is i mean literally the the stairways in particular were not good no you're you're absolutely right jack they there are stairwells and, excuse um, me did you hear that he said i was absolutely right yep can we, can we play that back <laughs> Well, well, Jack, I guess 2020 is over for you. <laughs> it's all downhill from here. I'm sorry, Tom, but yes, the hallways. Yeah, yeah so the hallways and uh, the classroom spaces, and um, there, the buildings weren't designed for the types of uh, offerings we have now and, and uh, the traffic that we have in the hallways. And so you can see that in the old spaces that there were some areas that were just a hazard. And um, so we knew we had to address that uh, safety issue. And that plays out in, in um, all of our buildings. So you can look at an elementary building, for example, in their hallways, they have areas uh, that they're using for storage in the hallways. And so the hallways aren't, weren't designed to have cabinetry and bookshelves and tables in the hallways. And that's just due to uh, a lack of capacity for storage and, and uh, small learning spaces. So um, when you think about safety and security, you look at it through a lot of different lenses. You know, you can look at it through our, um, the lunchrooms, our lunchrooms were tight and kids are packed in there. And um, especially at the high school and you think about, okay, that's not safe for our kids to be in those kind of spaces. So um, looking through that lens, almost every, everything we're doing has some element of safety and security in it. Nice. Yeah. Um, often overlooked, I think. It is often overlooked. Although I'll tell you, Jack, now it is a priority for all systems. You see it more often now than, than, than ever before where uh, schools are uh, developing spaces that are safe. They're running uh, safety and security drills with their kids all the way down to the elementary. Um, it's it's become a, a priority of, of, of superintendents now. Jack, we should have a safety drill on the show here. Oh, oh man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, nothing is safe or sacred here. Yeah. Um, I'd like to come see that. I, I, I like when I come to the high school and visit, I get, I love putting my card in there oh, and right? see the little slot and it pops up when you're done. It's just like the, the Jetsons. It's like the Jetsons, yeah. It's, it's just making certain that all visitors are checked and we want to make certain that our kids are, are safe and our staffs are safe. And so, uh, yeah, we do welcome the visitors and we try to do it in a non-intrusive way. It's, yeah, it's, it, it's cool. But it's, it's the right thing to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, and when Kristen Mickey was on before, she, she talked about, mentioned how much support she gets from the, the parents and the community. And you, you get a lot of that here. And then also not only community, but a lot of them are bulldogs that have moved away. 
I mean, yeah. they don't forget. I mean, I'm a I'm a bulldog from 1981. We were mm-hmm. kicking ass and having fun. We're the class of 81. That was our thing. And um, in, in dog years. That was beautiful, man. <laughs> in dog years, very inspirational. In dog years, I'd be 273 years oh, old oh. as a bulldog. Wow. But I'm still here. Good. The, the old, bald, us old bulldogs won't go away. You won't and, go away. Yeah. And it's almost like a college uh, pride. It is. It, it, and do you, what, what do you think that's all? How, does, how do you explain that? Yeah, I, I think it's... Um, how do I explain it? I, I, I guess I have to give thanks to all those who were here before me because um, what has been created is something that we get to enjoy and what we want to do is make certain we continue to build on that. And um, there are third, fourth um, generations coming through our system right now. You just don't find that in other school systems. A great deal of pride. Uh, a few years ago, we started an alumni association. Um, Karen's here in the audience. I want to say there's probably, I think we have roughly about 15,000 contacts in our alumni association. 15,000. 15,000, yes. And um, we have the Golden Bulldogs, which has been established for a number of years, those who hit that 50th year anniversary. Um, and they have a reunion every year and they come back and we give them a tour. And um, it just is, it, it, what we do is we just, we are aware of where we've been and where we are now and where we're going. And so I think we spend a lot of time respecting um, where we've been. And you see it here. Our old school buildings are right down here. City occupies those. And so um, we continue just to, to give thanks to those who have brought us to this point. And uh, the more we can engage the alumni, I think that the, the better we'll be. And one of our goals is to make certain we, when you think about pathways, is to create um, opportunities for our current kids to connect with those who have graduated from the system. So if I have a student who's interested in uh, the medical field and uh, is going to school in Dartmouth, and if there's somebody from our uh, alumni association who went into uh, the medical field in Dartmouth, how do we connect those two? And trying to give our students a, a, like a leg up when it comes to networking and uh, opportunities for the future. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. It's, 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 it's the right thing to do. Our kids, we're, we're a tight community. There's a lot of... Um, uh, opportunities to network, and we want our kids to just recognize that as they come through the system. Networking will help them throughout their entire lives. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> go ahead, let's hear it. No, 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 no. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, sir. Now on to Alan. You know, he knows you too well, <laughs> Alan. You, you've been talked about. And you haven't had a microphone yet to defend yourself. What do you have to say for yourself? <laughs> Glad to be here this afternoon. Now, you, what's your title? Uh, I am the director of curriculum and instruction. Now. That does not sound like a career you just fall into. You just one day you say, I'm going to be that. How, how did that happen? For me, it was a progression over time. It started out as a, I mean, I go way back. I was a, lived, uh, born and raised in Port Washington, worked with students as a high school student. You're worked, a pirate? I was. <sighs> yep. Um, and now I was a bulldog. <laughs> that's right. Step up. Yep. Um, and through time and over time, I became a teacher, eventually a principal and director of instruction. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So why, why? Why do you do it? Oh, I love, I love making a difference for people. Um, ultimately, it's going to impact students. Um, students are at the center of everything I do. Today, as an example, teachers are, it's a professional development day. So I'm behind the scenes orchestrating and organizing that and um, helping to strengthen teacher skills and present them with the um, professional content that relates to what they teach so that they can eventually make a difference for the students is what it's all about and I find that greatly rewarding and I guess you could say it's kind of it's my mission yeah. what do you got to say about that this is the guy <laughs> behind the guy behind the guy yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, is, I'd say this is the guy um, I also like his purple that's cool yeah. um, so Alan what's I, I have a note here about engineering 
is engineering a strength of the Cedarburg school, school, school district, if I could say it? I would say it is, and it's growing. Uh, so three years ago, we I, I led a, a community effort with um, stakeholders here in the community, business leaders, teachers, students at the at the district level, and we did a, um, what's called a program review. So during the review, we look at all things from courses students are selecting. We looked at what was going on in the world in light of workforce-ready kinds of skills. And from that, the goal was to then consider what kind of course adjustments would we make specifically in our tech ed area. When we did that, though, we incorporated um, what we call STEAM. So we looked at the science, the technical areas, the art, math, and brought all that together and looked at really a comprehensive review of the system. Out of that, we learned that um, we learned a lot. Um, We learned that Wisconsin has new engineering standards. We recognize that um, though we've got project lead the way classes, engineering wasn't a strand through the whole system. So we've made some intentional steps now to build um, an engineering experience for all students, 4K through 12th grade. So um, we are preparing in roughly three weeks to deploy a new engineering curriculum for all our elementary students. So teachers are all going to be trained on how to use what's called Rockenbach, which is uh, engineering modeling um, design equipment. And they're going to learn about the engineering process and then use that process to actually build and design together. So that's just one example. This afternoon um, at the high school, 612 teachers are going to learn around maker-centered learning. So it's a, um, a pretty significant book study. We're, we're studying the research about why maker-centered learning is important to occur for all students. And maker-centered kind of leans itself into engineering. It's the, the tinkering and the, the creating, the importance of critical thinking, problem-solving, um, taking what you learn, important core content, and actually applying it. And uh, so teachers this afternoon are going to learn about the process. They're going to actually be taken through, um, uh, certainly receive the research behind the decision to infuse more maker-centered learning in all our courses. And then they'll have a, uh, actually get a, to experience uh, an activity that relates to their content area. And all of this is really preparing the system for um, what's going to happen next year, where we're going to have maker spaces in our elementary. We've already got some uh, PLTW spaces at the middle school and a new fab lab maker space at the high school. So if you're a teacher at the high school now, as one example, you're going to have a new space that you can take your students to to actually apply um, something that they're learning inside the class in a space where they've never had that before. So a lot of times you're restricted as a teacher in a classroom that doesn't, isn't necessarily equipped for that level of creation, and this new space will afford them that opportunity. So today's a big day. Today's the next phase of the process, really educating everyone around it. So if you're a parent in the community, um, I think we, you can see that our, the, our tracks of our, our professional learning and how engineering is really being infused now K-12. Putting in one of those here at the library too, Makerspace. Uh, it's on its way. Yeah, yeah it's exciting. So it's, uh, yeah. It is really exciting. And you think about so the why behind that. So why are we doing this? Is to prepare our students for for the the world of work, yeah. their career, and making certain that they have opportunities in the high school to work with their hands, to problem solve, be creative, and prepare themselves for college, the workforce, service, wherever they may want to go. Yeah. And um, we know that the job market is changing rapidly. And so we talk a lot about learnability, teaching the skills, teaching kids how to have that, 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 that skill of learnability. So making certain that when they leave our system, go on to college, 
that um, they can switch jobs and they can learn yeah. and move because we know those careers are going to be pretty fluid when they uh, when they graduate. You know, Jack, I want to be Billy Madison. I want to go back to school. The A's were kind of drab. Yeah. We didn't get to have this kind of fun. You know what? I'm really, I'm dis- back. I'm really disappointed that. <laughs> you guys, that, can I enroll? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you got the paperwork with you? I'm, I'm going. It's really a shame that Todd couldn't find somebody that had a little passion for their. I know, their, right? Their, yeah, their, yeah, their, yeah, we yeah, asked yeah, ask Alan something. I, 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 I got to pump him up every day. <laughs> my dad. It was like, go team. Yeah, it's a good Al- team. Almost made me want to become an engineer. Almost. <laughs> nice. <laughs> We're so close. So close. It's never too late. You have a lot of other uh, interesting things going on. There's new math program at the elementary levels. Correct. And, yep. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yep. So that is that is brand new this year. And a lot of thought went into the resource that we selected. And teachers actually today, this morning, was all designed around their professional development in the area of mathematics. And really rewarding. Teachers are very... Um, uh, they're learning a lot about uh, the importance of um, preparing students to have lots of strategies on how to approach problems before them, understanding that all children are not alike, that a strategy to solve a problem that you would use and feel comfortable with might be different than myself or Todd. Um, so really equipping teachers to understand those strategies and really going deeper with the math content. So it's been a lot of heavy lifting for them. It's been a real shift, um, but really excellent for our kids and preparing them for their futures. Okay. Great for the teachers, too, because it's not a static, I mean, no. te- teaching is evolving, I've heard, yep. and, and here it sounds like it's very evolving, and, and you are supporting the evolution, and it's got to be a great way to, to attract talent to mm-hmm. the, the Cedarburg School District, mm-hmm. I would think, as well. Yeah, but it's an important piece to my job to make, it's one thing to um, suggest or implement a change, but to support the educators along the way is critical. They go hand in hand. Great. Yeah. So it is all about opportunities for us, and not only for our students, but for our staff. It's important that they stay fresh with the content, and they're innovative with their practices, and we want to afford them opportunities like we do our our, our students. And we have a student here today who's going to play play for us. And you know, it's it, a band program and a jazz program and drama. That's all part of a comprehensive high school offering and that's uh we're excited to be able to offer that here in cedarburg you know why i said we should have todd on today because he's a Segway master <laughs> he brought us to the next segment better than anyone possibly could <laughs> it's very fantastic i got, I one, saw, I got so, one last comment though i mean, you mean this isn't a, a day off teachers don't go bowling today or anything like that they are actually learning to learn help learn i mean when we us golden bulldogs we'd, right. we'd, we'd see them at the bowling alley but not anymore <laughs> Getting their car plowed in. Abs- yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yep. Alan, anything else you'd like to, to say that we haven't asked you or any other updates you'd like to provide? Well, I think that gives you a comprehensive view of the two areas that we're really working steadfastly on. And there are lots of new courses being offered next year to our students um, at the high school. And again, it's this leaning into technology and looking towards the future. We're going to be offering a new drone certification class at the high school. So students, juniors or seniors, will actually learn how to not just fly a drone, but um, really be faced with the, the programming behind flying drones and be equipped to take a certification test to actually professionally fly drones. Um, we are we have another course that's um, being offered in the computer science class about wearable technology and just the and the infusion of computer programming in the engineering area. So it's crossing over now into engineering. 
So lots of exciting things going on. As you're talking, Todd is just smiling with pride, saying, <laughs> and he doesn't even so, have to say it. He's physically saying, "So there, Jack, <laughs> take that." The sky's above. The, the, <laughs> so the, the sky's above Cedarburger. About to get a lot busier. Oh man, I, I'm <laughs> very excited about Jones. I, you can, can you program one to deliver pizza? Can you do that for me? That, I'm very excited. Let's see what we can do. <laughs> the great uses of technology. I'm all about it. Yeah. All right. Fantastic. So, so I think it's it's that time. It is, well, it's time to go to uh, sell some stuff, of course. And when oh. we come back, uh, it's not me, it's them. Uh, and we have to... When uh, we come back... We come back, Charlie White will the, be... Uh, the segment we've all been waiting for. This has for. been pretty exciting. Our first uh, major brass instrument. Present company excluded, of course. <laughs> all right. Yeah, we'll be back. I said you were a big brass. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back, folks. <laughs> You're up, Jack. We are pleased as punch to introduce our first brass instrument player, Mr. Charles White, Charlie White from Cedarburg High School. And here's Charlie. Thank you. 
Fantastic. That's great. Wow. <laughs> That's terrific. So, Charlie, you've been playing professionally for how many decades now? Decades, maybe a half. <laughs> <laughs> One. That was that was really that really was good. Really fantastic. How how did you um, choose to start the trombone? What was the well? What got you? Um, when I was picking my instrument in fifth grade, I um, I um, I went to the White House of Music, which is a place where you can try out and buy instruments mm-hmm. and. I was under the, um, you know, I was I was thinking about trading the saxophone, but uh, my parents um, uh, they really wanted me to try every single instrument, which I now just yes, that was the best thing I could have done. And I tried the trombone and I fell in love immediately. It's just magical instrument. You can do so much with it and love everything about it. It was really, really good. It's, it's amazing to me whenever I hear brass instrument being played. I think big time entertainment. It's just got a different groove to it. You know, it really everybody's tapping their toes in here. It was really, really well done. And also, it tells you your parents are right every once in a while. You know, <laughs> how about that? More than every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, wow, great. this is recorded. You can take this and play this. Um, Speaking of his parents, Terry and Mark White are here in our audience, very beaming parents over here, as they should be. That was fantastic. Um, Bulldog, you have anything for Charlie, or should we hear another? Uh, how can I possibly even? Just just go, man, go. <laughs> <laughs> wow, don't try and sound like a hep cat. Go, go, man, go. Well, the song I just played was The Very Thought of You, and the next one I will be playing is Billy's Bounce by Charlie uh, Parker. Ooh, all right. <laughs> That'll work. <laughs> uh, yeah. And on accompaniment, Todd McMackey, oh, yeah. superintendent of schools. He's everywhere. <laughs> you are so good, Todd. <laughs> Jack, say something. <laughs> no, we're good. We're good. No, no. He's, he's All right. All right. Thank you. 
Good, so you got two more. We years. get them for two more yeah, years, that's Jack. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, sure. Excellent. Uh, we need the Jack Henke Show band. I think we have our we uh, have. first. Uh, <laughs> yes. Charlie and Todd. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Todd on finger. <laughs> Todd on finger. <laughs> we'll get you a triangle or something, Todd. <laughs> Not a triangle again. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> we got to wrap things up. We we're kind of over time, but I wonder yep. if we could actually convince you, Charlie, to uh, play us out as we're uh, heading up the road. Uh, and so. before we do one, yeah. who's on yeah, next week? I got, got one more. So okay, okay. great. All right, all right, fantastic. Next week is. Next week. Nah, don't worry about it. But, okay, good. Uh, anything goes this weekend. <laughs> Bud Lincoln might be on next week. I hear good things. Bud Lincoln was hungover oh, today. Great, great, great. So he'll be back next week. Oh, good. <laughs> Nothing but the best. <laughs> anything goes this weekend, this tonight, weekend, tonight, Saturday uh, night, both at 7 and a matinee at 2 on Sunday. 2 o'clock Sunday, absolutely. And the finest in jazz right here. Holy cow. That's some good music here today. That's Thank you, right. Charlie. That was fantastic. It, it really is. You know, you see someone who's... Uh, found their instrument and they just become one i mean it's just like I know. you know all i'm thinking yeah. of is i can't 
breathe like that, much <laughs> less <laughs> totally. To a Absolutely, good stuff, everybody. We'll be back next week here in the community room. Please come on down and uh, Charlie, see us what, live in what person. Charlie, what is it? What is this going to be, Charlie? This is it's from heaven. It's from heaven. All right, quick, uh, Alan Groh, thank you. Todd McMackey, thank you so much. Kristen Mickey, thank you, everybody. Thank you to Linda Pershalla, the library director who lets us do this. David Nimmer, the assistant director. Thank what, you, Jack, for having a show. What about Terry and Mark White, for God's sake? Thank Terry, you for, oh, thank Terry, you for Charlie. For, for Charlie. Thank you for Charlie. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, come on. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you to Terry Sweet for our incredible theme that we use this week. Uh, Karen Elkelhoff. Absolutely. The sure, Keeping sure, these yeah, guys on their Karen, toes. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Elizabeth, for stopping by. I mentioned you on the radio today. I told you I would. <laughs> so, all right. The library's music aficionado. Yeah, very much Elizabeth. so. Very much so. All right. Uh, thank you. Charlie. Thanks, everybody. My name is Donald Durbin. I am the Senior Civil Defense Coordinator for the City of Newburgh. It is incumbent upon me to regretfully inform you that our air raid sirens will be inoperative until August 31st of this year. The employee in charge of paying the bill didn't, and all of the air raid equipment was repossessed last week Thursday by Jenkins Outdoor Alert Systems, LLC. I would like at this time to invite City Clerk Andy Lackershanks to publicly apologize on these airwaves, but knowing Andy, he probably is ice fishing until March. Look to our Facebook page for further updates, including any potential air raid activity we will post. Thank you.
Hi, my name is Andy Lackershanks. I am the city clerk for the city of Newburgh. Regarding Mr. Durbin's recent public service announcement regarding the payment of invoices regarding the air raid sirens, I would like to apologize, but this is an apology with an explanation. While it is true that I am the person who pays the bills around here, I was instructed to put a stamp on each invoice marking them paid along with the date they are paid. Well, Dolores Pankratz, who is our office manager here, is supposed to buy office supplies, and I told her last month that I was getting low on ink for my stamper. Well, so I go to stamp last month's invoices, and guess what? No ink. If they don't get stamped, they don't get paid, and that comes right from the head honcho around here. So, you know, Dolores, if you're listening, maybe you can, like, come on the ratio here and tell everyone why you're not buying office supplies for the office. Don't even get me started on our lack of sticky notes, manila envelopes, and staples. I had to chew up some juicy fruit gum to tack the minutes from last month's town council meeting on the board. So this is Andy from Town Hall again, and uh, thank you. Hello, this is Dolores Pankratz, office manager of City Hall. Yeah, so I don't appreciate being ridiculed and berated on the radio. Andy Lankershacks is a turd. Everybody knows it. He picks his nose and wipes it on the underside of his desk. Come on down to Town Hall and I'll show you what his desk looks like. So for your information, Andy, I had to use all of petty cash last month to pay for the employee tailgate party from last summer. Seems that someone forgot to pay off the charge account to Harlow's grocery store. That was like a $500 bratwurst bill. Plus, you add relish and mustard, and we're talking some big-ass bucks, okay? So maybe, before you start trashing certain office managers on the radio here, maybe look around at the notches on your belt and do the math regarding how many brats you put away back in August. Booger boy! Yeah, okay, so this is Dolores from Town Hall. Oh, and whoever keeps calling my extension and hanging up every day at 3 o'clock, knock it off. I'm sick of your crap. Um, Thank you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.